welcome to Music for Life, where we transform your BS, your belief systems. I am Judith Pinkerton, a licensed music therapist, as well as mother, wife, daughter, sister, friend, and founder of Music for Life. I am delighted that you have joined me as we explore together this month's theme of Reset, Realign, and Begin Again. Our guest today is a music therapist who will help us understand what music works best for childbirth and possibly replacing anesthesia. And we're honoring Labor Day this week by talking about labor and delivery. I want to introduce to you Miss Lilith Grand, who's got her master's and is a board-certified music therapist and has been so since 1993, working with birthing mothers and their partners since 2001 and is also a master trainer for sound birthing training, training other music therapists in this work. Lilith is also a single mother of three boys and used music therapy-assisted childbirth for the birth of the latter two boys. She is a big believer in the inherent power of music, owning her own company called Milestone Music Therapy, a private practice in Oregon. One of the services that she does offer is music for birth consulting, which can be done over the phone or Skype for those that do not live near her. Welcome to the Music for Life radio show, Lilith. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is going to be a really interesting journey. I remember... Um, years before I even knew that music therapy existed, that I was birthing my daughter. And I was attempting to put together tapes because I thought I knew what I was doing. And my labor ended up going 33 hours with finally an epidural and a (laughs) C-section. So it's like, hmm, that didn't work so well. (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's so funny, Judith, because I have very much the same experience, except I was a music therapist. I was a music therapist, and my first childbirth, um, I thought that, you know, I could – I could, like, be my own music therapist, right? And mm-hmm. I could pick music that would work great and it would, you know, be wonderful. And then in the time, the music didn't work at all. And I ended up with a 38-and-a-half-hour labor and, you know, some issues. So, anyway, yeah. <laughs> isn't that funny? And the, the <laughs> latter two, I used music therapy-assisted childbirth, where I actually had a music therapist present with me. Um, who helped train my body using the music ahead of time so that I had an autonomic response to that particular music at the time of labor. Yeah. You know, it's so and I had natural childbirth the latter two times, and it was beautiful. I can say it was a beautiful experience both times. So you so, didn't have any um, drugs? Like it made all the difference. You had no drugs? I had no drugs, Nothing. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I could be that brave. <laughs> Nothing. I wouldn't even let them hook up an IV. I was fine. I, like, I was fine. Wow. So, okay. So yeah. How long was the second and the third birthings? The second labor was 14 hours, and the third was 11 hours. And, wow. you know, I want to say also the third, I was 43 years old. Wow. And so... Um, you know, they say that that's harder when you, as you get older, but I, it, it by far was the easiest birth, and it was beautiful. It was a beautiful experience, totally natural. Wow. So, you know, as you look back on, on what the – was it two different music therapists, or was it the same music therapist for both? It was. It was two different music therapists. 
okay? And obviously they both had the training in what to do. Yes. Did you mm-hmm. find that they, they used what you did the first time, or did they use something entirely different the second time? Uh, it was a little bit of both. I had some of the same music that I knew that I responded well to, um, and the second time there was, there was some new, new music. Mm-hmm. So how far in advance did you start training your body to respond appropriately to the music? Yeah, ideally, you want to start training your body, like, as you're entering the third trimester. But if we can get even four weeks in, it makes all the difference. Even two weeks makes a big difference. But ideally, you want, you know, six, eight, ten, twelve weeks. Wow. So I have not had the opportunity to do the sound birthing training um, I am aware of another childbirthing manual that was put out by someone in Texas mm-hmm. and where it was coming up with different tapes for different parts of the labor process and the delivery process. Is yeah. this similar to that or is it different? Um, well, it's relatively similar, um, but... Uh, the sound birthing method is uh, very, very specific, not just to the stages of labor, but also to the individual mother So, and what she's going to respond to best. And so l- let me give you an example of that. One of the pieces of music that we find really effective in sound birthing is a piece called Peace and Quiet. And it's this beautiful piece of music, and I've used it with many, many birthing mothers uh, very successfully, but it doesn't work for me, and it hmm. doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. There are, uh, there are synth- synthesized birds in this music, and a lot of people just go to this wonderful tropical place, and they're in this paradise, and it, it, it evokes this wonderful imagery, right? And for me, I feel like I'm being dive-bombed, by a tropical bird, and somebody's got to get the bird out of the room. So, you know, it, it is anxiety not for relaxing for me, right? Yeah. And this is actually a pet peeve of mine when people say, like, a relaxation CD. That mm-hmm. may or may not be relaxing for you, right? Right, right. So, so this particular piece of music, wonderful, wonderful piece of music for a lot of women, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> and not yeah. for every woman. So, yeah. so you know, one of the things with sound birthing is that we really make sure that the music that we're going to use um, will be Resonates. effective for that mother. Right, right, right. So, therefore, you go through a listening assessment to yes. find out exactly mm-hmm. what's going to work and what's not, and you have criteria that you're looking for um, yep. in order for it to meet certain requirements that you know the process is going to require. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly, um, exactly. Because, you know, when you're giving birth, you're actually in an altered state of consciousness. And so mm-hmm. um, we we need to know, you know, is this going to work, is this not going to work ahead of time as much as we possibly can. And yeah. we may get into the birthing situation and find, whoops, nope, switch to something else. So we program um, about 14 to 18 hours of music. Wow. So how many For each different mm-hmm. how many different pieces of music might be involved over that 14-hour period? 
Well, gosh, it really depends. Um, so, like, in the early stage of labor, mom can listen to whatever she wants. I mean, you know, turn on the radio or just watch TV or whatever, right? So um, music is not necessarily being used purposefully except for, like, as a pastime. So mom can listen to whatever she wants during that time. Um, and then when active labor starts, that's when we really – you know, we're using music as a tool for relaxation, for focus. So one piece of music could be seven or eight minutes long, like if we're using imagery during the transition period. Mm-hmm. But, okay. um, it, you know, some pieces of music are only two or three minutes long, right? So I can't. It, it's hard to say how many right. pieces, right. you know. Okay. And you may push replay on some or what, Absolutely. you know, whatever. Absolutely, man. So, if, it, if it ain't right. broke, don't fix it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we so quite often will hit replay because if something is really working, mm-hmm. um, you know, and mom's in the zone, we're going to mm-hmm. keep her there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So uh, what styles do you avoid? Um, well, we avoid – there are a few exceptions to this, but we do try and avoid music with lyrics. Um, because lyrics have strong association, um, and so uh, we do have a couple of positive focus programs that um, do have some lyrics, but those are like love songs and things like that, lullabies. Um, mm-hmm. But mostly we try and avoid lyrics because we don't want to engage the cognitive part of the brain. We really want to deal with the primal Um, part of your brain because Mm -hmm. birthing is a primal process and so Mm -hmm. we don't want to engage the cognitive part of your brain Mm -hmm. Um, and so we try and avoid lyrics Um, we find that music that is not familiar to mom tends to work best and Mm -hmm. so someone that doesn't like classical music may find it's perfect for the birthing process okay so just because so um, in in your assessment then of the music styles they prefer and don't prefer you'll look yeah. at that but you won't necessarily use that as a gauge about what to avoid or what to use. That's right. Yeah, this is like the one exception to that rule in music therapy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is we actually we actually don't want to use music that is really really familiar because what happens is that engages the cognitive part of the brain. It brings up memories, it brings up associations and mm-hmm. you know, oh, I remember when this song was playing when we whatever, right? And we actually right. that's not where we want mom to be. We want her to be present in her birthing experience and with what's going on with her then. And if we want her to escape to some place, she needs to escape someplace um, not necessarily familiar, but like her safe space or a beach somewhere or some, you know, a hammock, right? Mm-hmm. Someplace really relaxing and lovely mm-hmm. that maybe only exists in her imagination. Yeah. So you've got to have a vast library in order to yes. do that. So it's in, it's interesting with the problematic side of the copyright thing. So if if do they need to have a music therapist present during the process, or is this something that they can train somebody else to do with the pre-chosen music? Um, both either. So, uh, yeah, there are music therapists across the country who are trained in sound birthing and can do music therapy-assisted childbirth. And the music therapist is present and will be changing the music um, appropriately in the moment 
you know, based on what mom would need. Right. Um, and I quite, now it's difficult to find a music therapist that is trained in that and that, you know, maybe in your area. So one of the things that I do is I do music for birth consulting and I help the moms um, and their partners find music that's going to work for them. And then ideally we train a third party, um, preferably not the, the mother of the mom, because we find that mothers of the moms get way too uh, involved with, oh my gosh, my baby's having a baby, right? Yeah. Things so like a good friend who can keep a level head, who can look at things objectively, who could you know mm-hmm. something like that. Um, mm-hmm. A brother or a sister is fine, um, and uh, and we train them in how and when to change the music. Now it's not going to be as good as having a music therapist there, but it will be better than not using music at all. Right. So what what has been the success then of having clients so comfortable that they don't even use anesthesia, that they're able to do natural childbirth with the music support? Our our statistics are quite high. Um, I don't have those at my fingertips, but I want to say, and I could be wrong, but it's it's in the it's in the high uh, high eighty low ninety percentile. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I'd like to share a story with you if I can. Please. Um, from my own experience. And, it, you know, it's so funny as a music therapist, I shouldn't be shocked by the power of music, but I was in this instance. Um, so there I am giving birth to my second child. And now this was in 2001. So for sound birthing, we were still using cassette tapes. Okay? If uh-huh. that. <laughs> You know, yeah, and I was just starting into the transition phase of labor, which is the most difficult. Um, and I was standing at the time, which is not an ideal position to be in for transition. Um, luckily, I was like slow dancing with my husband. So, you know, I had his support, but um, he's not a big man. And I didn't have confidence that he could catch me if I fell. Right. So, mm-hmm. um there I am, I'm going into transition, and the music stops, and all of a sudden my pain spiked really high. My legs were shaking. I was not sure I could hold myself up, and I wasn't sure if I was going to make it. And the music therapist, being smart, smart woman that she was, immediately put on another, another cassette, As soon as the music started, I swear I felt God's arms come around me and lift me up. And I went upright. I was able to breathe and relax, and my pain dropped dramatically. Wow. And it was was like shocking to me. Even to me. I'm a music therapist. I should not be surprised at the power of music, but that is how powerful it is. Mm, mm. And for the therapist to be so sensitive to what was happening in the moment to pick exactly yes. the right thing to enable that to occur mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. paramount. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really, really great. Yeah, it was really great. And now, you know, we we shouldn't have those issues now because we're all digital now. 
right? <laughs> so, yes. so queuing up the next song is not like, <laughs> you know, not like it was with the cassette tapes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So even though we had the dual cassette tape player, we still had those gaps right between pieces, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, now that is just not an issue. And if if it's gonna be an issue, we can just hit repeat, right? And mm-hmm. and keep the flow happening. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God for technology. It really supports us. Oh, my stars, yes. (laughs) Yeah, and there's now speakers because, you know, oftentimes in hospital rooms we can't plug anything in. Yes, and so... And there are now speakers that are loud enough and can handle it um, that will go for six hours. So you don't do the uh, wireless headphones. You have the music playing live in the room. I'm so glad that you asked that question. Yeah, let me tell you why that's really important. And I, I just want to say anyone who's pregnant should never put headphones on their belly, ever, ever, ever. So the reason why we do uh, ambient music, which, it, you know, is in the room, so that it's so that everybody can hear it, including the baby. So what baby can hear in utero is only four to seven decibels less than what you and I can hear. That's barely a click of an old-fashioned volume dial. Yeah. So volume-wise, right? Now, consonants are muffled and things like that, but the volume, it's it, baby can hear what you can hear, okay? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why you shouldn't be going to loud concerts, stuff like that, because absolutely that baby can hear that. And if you put headphones on your belly, then baby's listening to music that you're not. And babies tend to entrain to music. That means that they have their bodily functions go in, rhythm, in rhythmic concert with the music that they're hearing very, very easily. And so you don't want baby's rhythm different than mom's rhythm. Interesting. That That's can a actually good cause some explanation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it can actually cause some problems. So so we really, really want what's going on with, I mean, mom and baby are a team in the birthing process. Absolutely. That baby is working as hard as mom is. And we want them to be a team, and that music can help support both of them. And we want them to be in concert, right? And so her breathing is in concert with the music. And that baby can hear it and finds it soothing as well because mom's done her homework. She's done her practice. She has relaxed. She's gone to sleep with this music. She's taken a bath with this music. She's done, you know, and so baby finds comfort in that as well. Yeah. Knowing yeah. that mom is comforting, comforted is comforting for baby, too. So, and we know that when mom is stressed out, baby gets stressed out. So, um, so yeah, it's really important, actually, that that music is heard by everybody. Okay. Well, we know that music acts from our central nervous system. Yes. And baby is absolutely a part of that. And so it's manipulating everything within our body. And what's mm-hmm. interesting to me is to notice how uh, we may have conscious filters about what we listen to in the music, but understanding that our body and everything inside of us, including baby, is getting full impact of everything about that music, even though we might right. just be listening to the beat, um, that everything yeah. is being impacted. 
Yeah. That's right. And that's why our musical selections are, um, we're very, very careful about, like, what type of bass line is present? Would that be supportive of what mom needs during that stage of, la- of labor? How complex is the music? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, how much is going on in that music that, you know, could be distracting or could fill the space? Right. Um, you know, is there an instrument that could be followed, that could be really focused on? Because, you know, in a lot of birthing methods, they use visual focus. So you bring a picture or something like that that you can look at. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, when I'm in pain, I close my eyes. And so in the birthing process, you can close your eyes, it's fine. The music becomes your focal point. Mhm. Hmm. But if you don't, and you're used, you're an artist, or you like visual, and Do you're a not combo. able to punch for visual, yeah, you can have something, a picture to focus on. Absolutely. If mm-hmm. necessary. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So did and you, using a sound birthing method is not a replacement for another birthing method. So if you were to have music therapy-assisted childbirth, you would also be trained in Bradley or Lamaze or any of the other, uh-huh. you know, techniques, right? Right, right. And it's, work it's not a replacement for it. It's a, it's a partner, too. Right, right. Interesting. Um, so we've got, con- we've got contact information for you so that people can um, connect with you if they're wanting to explore this more, especially if they're awesome. pregnant or they know somebody that's pregnant. Um, I know that you had highlighted also a piece of music from the Out of Africa soundtrack. And you said this is the only whole CD that you found can be used in childbirth. I listened to it, and it was really interesting, the the contours and how it shifted in mood and all of that. Yes. So um, people, our listeners, have access to that on the Music for Life blog so that they can actually hear it. Um, after we get done with the show, can you guide us through why you made that choice? Yeah, you bet. So um, transition is the uh, most difficult part of of labor, the most difficult difficult stage for women traditionally. And um, during that stage, you really want to use music that is so relaxing, but that takes you someplace that you can utilize imagery with. And this entire CD can be used for that. And it can be played from start to end. It doesn't have to be reordered. It doesn't, you know, it's actually, it's actually quite, it's got a lovely flow to it. Very rarely do we find an entire CD that can be utilized. And this one can be. And so that's why it was my selection to share um, because it's about 17 minutes long. So it's a really good, um, it's just a lovely piece. And I have, when I've done the assessments with everybody, every single person without fail loves this one. Mm. Okay. And so that's why and I they chose don't... it to share with you today. Well, and then there's a memory association. If they have seen Out of Africa, is that going to conjure up images that they shouldn't be emptying or visualizing? Not necessarily. And that would be if if you had a negative association to that movie or to any of the imagery – 
then you would not want to use it. If you had a positive, like, oh, my gosh, that scene where they're flying over the Sahara and it's just gorgeous and, you know, it's lovely and it's warm and, um, you know, the sand was beautiful and the animals were, you know, the gazelles are jumping and the, you know, whatever. If, if that's your imagery, then that's perfect. I'm wondering if you even recommend that people watch the movie along with the soundtrack to determine if having that connection with that visualization would aid them. You know, I don't recommend that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. I do not recommend that. And the reason is imagery that's out of your own imagination, if you can go to your safe place, which maybe has flowers um, that don't exist here on Earth, right, (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> in in vibrant colors that don't actually exist to our eyesight but do in your in your mind mm-hmm. um or something like that if you can use that music to go to your own special place that's better than an association because in an association you are engaging the cognitive part of your brain and we don't want to do that and so using your imagination while that does engage part of the cognitive part of your brain you're still in basal brain you're still in primal brain so um so i don't actually recommend watching the movie and then trying it okay great so they're able to create their own zone rather than yes. relying on something else that was created by that music or an right. association with that music great yeah so what i'm just really curious i'm going to i'm going to give you a spontaneous question here what would you like to impress upon our world before you leave it <laughs> oh my stars that really that anything is possible, that anything that you want for yourself and your life is absolutely possible. And and music can be such a huge part of whatever that journey is. <laughs> so contact your nearest music therapist. We have a couple websites <laughs> where you can find your nearest music therapist. One is with musictherapy.org, or you can simply go also to cbmt.org and look up your state and locale for someone that might be near you. So Miss Lilith Grand is in Oregon. What part of Oregon? I'm just outside of Portland, Oregon. I'm in Tualatin. Okay. So for those of you that are in Oregon and want to visit personally with her she's nearby and we've got her connection information here on the website and then if you would like to have a consult either via skype or telephone she can do that as well um you know as i've noticed others using music for for replacing anesthesia whether it's in the dentist chair or for surgery i know that when you can put that playlist together for you that will put you into that calm state, you do want to have headphones because, for instance, you don't want your surgeon going to sleep. <laughs> you want them active right. and alert, right? So, it, yeah. so don't take this information about childbirthing music um, into the surgery room. <laughs> or right, or gentle surgery. Or, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a different beast for sure. Yes. Yes, yes. But so you could just, use the same well, music, interestingly. Yes, but with headphones. <laughs> yes. 
instead of having it playing in the surgery room while you're under. Yeah. So there's just so many complexities to using music when you are going under procedures. And we advise accessing a music therapy so that, you know, we can support what that looks like best. We are so glad, Lily, that you took time out of your day to be with us to go over this. It's such an important topic that will get shared with many listeners. Wonderful. Yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to share before we close the show? Uh, gosh, I I can't uh, I can't think of anything. Thanks for having me on. And to anyone who's birthing a baby, you know, um, it, the other th- yes, one last thing. Write a lullaby that is especially for that child. Ah, for when they're birthing. And I could I could I could talk about that for hours and hours yeah. and hours, and I won't. But yeah. it's it's such an amazing experience to have that child have their very own lullaby and music therapists can absolutely um, help you do that if that's something that you don't feel confident in doing yourself so excellent so we will have them contact you for that in the meantime make it a great day thanks Lilith thank you <laughs> 